Hi, and welcome back to another episode of Obsessive Edification. It's been a minute, but in this episode, we will dive into a book chapter in a micro-learning kind of way from the book Self-Assessment, The Definitive Guide to Personal Excellence by Christopher Neck, Charles Manns, and Jeffrey Hewton. As we discuss positive thinking, self-talk, and how thinking patterns can affect your achievement and goals. So buckle in for a quick episode and reflect when this is over about how these types of thinking and patterns affect your life. I'm not sure how this has been almost a full year. No, over a year since I last recorded. But I've started a new journey and I thought, what a great episode content, natural programming to start recording again. I am starting a new journey in my life. I'm getting a doctoral degree in organizational leadership with a concentration in content that I am obsessed with, positive leadership. If you know me, then you know that my leadership development obsession has been one in the making for the last 15 years as an educator and former volleyball coach, and now I oversee leadership development projects in my current work position, and it's just a real personal passion content of mine, so currently in a self-assessment course and the topics that we have had in our resources have just been all things that are so interesting that I just have to share. And I should have been sharing the last six weeks of this class, but, um, you know, life gets in the way. And when you're doing a doctoral degree, you're no longer only in college and waiting tables. It's a bit of a game changer when you're also in a career and a family. So I'm going to start recording at the end of this course. Unfortunately, I do finish this next week, but I think what I'm going to do is just like summarize and wrap up the interesting information along leadership development type of content, which can be anything this week, really focusing on resilience and positive thinking and how that can affect individuals and leaders with their organizations and the people they serve. I just got done reading this chapter about constructive thought-focused strategies and it was very interesting to just see and think through some different ways that positive psychological thinking patterns can really help when it term in terms of positive thinking in our lives. And so One of my favorites is positive self-talk brings me back to a good old time when I ran a half marathon back in 2000, I think 19, um, was training pretty heavily in the summer, (coughs) excuse me. And then was volleyball coaching at the time season started, stopped training and went to go run a marathon, cold turkey, months of no training right before. So long story short, I get into it. I'm like three miles in and I'm like, I'm going to do this every 
weekend for the rest of my life. Like I'm going to run half marathons forever. Then I start to hit some hills in good old San Antonio, Texas. And then I get to mile six and I'm like, this is pretty miserable. And then, but, but because I was running by myself, all I could do was have positive self-talk. So self-talk is this first thing I was going to talk about. It was funny. I didn't realize how much positive self-talk that I was having during this half marathon until I saw my husband at mile nine. And so he ran a little bit with me about a mile or so. And until I started, until I started really running with him and being able to verbalize to someone else how bad my legs were hurting and how I don't know if I can finish this. And then he stopped running with me and then I started running again by myself and having to have positive self-talk. I didn't realize how much that was carrying me through. So it was this, this book chapter that really spoke to me. It was just talking about how this beneficial thinking really does help our behaviors because for obvious reasons, if you think negatively, it's going to feed negative patterns of behavior throughout your lives. And I love this, this um, book chapter, and I'm going to put the source in the, in the episode notes, but it talks about this leading psychologist, Pamela Butler, and how she writes, we all talk to ourselves. We we say what we say determines the direction and quality of our lives. Our self-talk can make the difference between happiness and despair, between self-confidence and self-doubt. Altering your self-talk may be the most important undertaking you will ever begin. And I just think back to different times, different situations, big and small, and how I have relied so very heavily on positive self-talk to get me through the five minutes of agony or the long-term situations that were becoming stressful situations. And the book calls this type of specific self-talk that just drains your energy and your self-confidence called sappers because they really become this self-talk pattern that is destructive to your life and all the things that you're trying to achieve. And they have so many examples in here about you know how people have positive self-talk and how it helps them to achieve different goals and then they start to tie in how self-talk is connected to obvious belief patterns and assumptions that you have as an individual and as a leader and so it's important to start to look at the different types of thinking patterns that you have and how does that affect what you do in your day-to-day and what you're able to achieve. So they talk about this guy, and I'm going to butcher this name. He's a Russian Olympian. His name was Vasily Alexeev, but he was trying to break this weightlifting record and he could not get past 499 pounds. So his coach secretly put 501.5 pounds on the bar and did not tell him, but set the pounds to 499 And after like so many times of trying to get over 499, he walks up to what he doesn't know is 501.5 and easily lifts 501.5. Just showing that like he hit a mental barrier literally. And then because he didn't know he was 
lifting more than 499, this magical number that he created in his mind as a barrier, then all of a sudden he's able to go over that boundary. And what was crazy is at that time, and I don't know what the year is on this, the rest of the Olympians then started also hitting over 500 pounds. So it was this like ripple effect for everyone else's minds to kind of over achieve this number that everybody kind of stopped at like oh no one's ever gone over 500 so it was just interesting to read about how dysfunctional thinking can really stop people's goals and like what kind of dysfunctional thinking am I having what kind of dysfunctional thinking are you having that can stop you from different goals big or small work-related personal related and there's very specific categories of dysfunctional thinking going to list a few and you can kind of see if this is something that this is that you see maybe a pattern in your own life. Extreme thinking is one of them. It's kind of where you see black and white. For example, you know, if total perfection is not achieved, then a perception of complete failure happens. Overgeneralization. That's where you generalize a specific failure or negative result as an endless pattern. Mental filtering. You're emphasizing a single negative detail. Therefore, you're distorting all other aspects of one's perception or reality. Mind reading, drawing negative conclusions regarding situations despite a lack of concrete evidence. There's just so many labeling and mislabeling, so many different types of dysfunction. This one's describing oneself or others or events with negative labels like, I'm a failure. He's a liar. She's a liar. You know, so you're giving these full-fledged labels. Um, but they just talk about the different ways that this extreme thinking can really hurt these goals. It's important to confront them, name them, and then through mental practice, making sure that you can overachieve them so that you don't have them hurt your goals and what you're trying to, you know, get done in your life. I really also liked that they were talking about, oh, there was this quote by Thomas Edison who said, there's great value in disaster. All of our mistakes are burned up. Thank God we can start anew because he was 67 years old when all of his life work was burned up in a fire. And when he said that quote, he's standing in the middle of all the ruins from the fire. And then just a short three weeks after that, that's when he delivered his first phonograph. So if he had stopped short with the fire is the end of me, I have a fixed mindset, this is, I'm done then we could have a very different looking life. So it's important to make sure that we're not relying on certain thought patterns more than others when we're dealing with life's challenges because we need to make sure that we're looking at both opportunities and obstacles with that growth mindset that so many people have. So anyways, just a quick micro learning that I thought I'd share because it was a good chapter in this book. It was interesting and it kind of goes along too with atomic habits that most people probably have read or heard about at this point. Huge book about habits. Really liked that book because 
It's by James Clear, by the way. It's just looks at habits in a different way than the usual, like do a habit for 30 days and it becomes a habit. Also, James Clear has an incredible weekly Thursday newsletter newsletter called 321. And what I like about it, it's an email newsletter and it doesn't come to your inbox with like seven paragraphs. 321, he has like three quotes, two questions, one sentence. Like it's very simple, but all of the newsletters make me think every single week without fail. And then he used to do this, that if you referred three people to sign up for his newsletter, he used to send a secret newsletter, which I always appreciated too. So anyways, welcome back. If you have stuck around to listen, hopefully you'll like this content. I definitely am going to do another episode over this resilience article that I read that I'm kind of obsessed with. It's a bit older, but it's by the father of positive psychology, Dr. Seligman, and I love his work. It's from 2011, so stay tuned. That'll be next. As you wrapped up listening to this episode and you go into reflection, I want you to think about the situations in life that garner your different types of thinking. Do you have patterns more of negative thinking or positive thinking, or maybe a mixture of both? I love the example from this chapter of Serena Williams and how she talks about using self-talk during her games in the form of singing a song to herself and how she sings songs to herself throughout games. And if she stops singing, she stops losing. So she starts singing again. What kind of thinking mechanisms do you use to stay positive in life and to stay on track with your goals and achievement? What kind of patterns do you have and what can you change to be more successful? Until our next episode, here's to being obsessed with edification.